What's up? Not much. You know. What you been up to since the last time you came on this podcast? A whole lot. Um, I came out at work. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm kit full time now. <laughs> you know, I've always said being kit is a full time job. It really is. And now I Congratulations. I up to that expectation. Thank you. I know I've already said this to you many times in person, <laughs> like person to person and in person as well. But seriously, congratulations. It's yeah. Fucking we hung out in person recently. And it yeah, was we a did. Very fun time. Yeah. It was very good. It was very good. Uh, we had. We went on a boat. That was cool. We did. It was the first time I've been on a boat in quite a long time, and I had a very fun time. I'm glad. I like the boat because it goes fast and there's water, and those are two really good things. How'd you feel about there being a dog on it? That was also really good. I like it when there's a dog. Yeah, the dog likes it when there's a you. Aw. Uh, let's see. What what else you been up to? How how's your week been going? It's it's weird for me because this is only like four days since the last time I recorded fear baiting, <laughs> so not really much has happened for yeah, me. Yeah, like, don't have I, much new. Yeah, I've been staying at my parents' house to watch the dogs while they were in Alaska, and that's about it. Yeah, well, this was my first week of being out of the closet, so I've been wearing girl clothes in public, and it's been fun. Yeah, I've seen your looks. They're all really cute. Yeah, if you want to check out my hot looks, you should you should look at my Twitter account at kit <laughs> underscore go to one Go to 1-800-KIT-SEXY-OUTFIT.com. Yeah. That's my AD account now. <laughs> 1-800-KIT-SEXY-OUTFIT.COM. They, ex- they yeah. made it so username can be longer. They did. That is, by the way, uh, textual. So, like, instead of instead of the digits, one eight zero zero. Yeah. O n e e i g h t, et cetera, et cetera. And so on. Yeah. And so yeah, and so on. <laughs> uh, do you want to get into podcast? Sure. Cool. me kit i've been here a million times and she's about to be here again yes you know me you love me i hope (laughs) otherwise this is gonna be a pretty bad episode (laughs) it's gonna be a great episode what did we watch everybody loved kit we we watched greggy horror show yeah per my suggestion per your suggestion we watched the horror show of gregory and also, we need to talk about upcominghorrormovies.com, dot biz, yeah. dot site. Let's do that one first. There's not much on here, again, worth noting. Uh, the Lighthouse I'm very interested in because I've, I mean, I want to see Robert Pattinson doing things and it looks like a good movie. But um, I am interested in this movie called Terrifier 2. And the <laughs> uh, poster art is a, 
a clown with a really tiny top hat. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to link I it see, to you. I see it. I'm at, the, I'm at the website. It's very good. The cat, the clown's name is Art the Clown. Wow. That's called symbolism. Oh, uh, move, move the fuck over, Joker. There's a new art in Clown Town. <laughs> we live in an art. Yeah, I also did see The Furies just above that, and I did read it as The Furries. God, that'd be such a good movie. Yeah. I want, you know what I want? I want a shot for shot remake of, um, oh, what the fuck was that movie? Do you know the one where it's like, the, it was a home invasion movie from the mid 2000s, and there were like these people who, like, one of them had like a doll mask, and one of them had like a burlap set. It, it was like The Strangers or something. I want to see a shot for shot remake of that movie, except for they're wearing fursuits instead. Yes. And also a shot for shot remake of Your Next, but instead of plastic animal masks, they're just wearing, de- they're just wearing like full on fursuits. <laughs> yeah. Or um, creep, but instead of a bear mask, it's just a full uh, partial fursuit. Is that is that not what uh, is that not what Peaches was? It might have been. I didn't Peaches, actually watch Peaches, it. Peaches was a <laughs> Peaches was a wolf head. I, I think. Oh yeah. Again, didn't watch it. I just I just I just heard the episode. It's a good movie. You should watch it. I should. So yeah, that's upcoming horror movies. Dot dot biz. Uh, fucking. Let's talk about Greggy Horror Show. Yeah, let's get into it. So, so Gregor- Gregory, yeah, you, Horror give us the background. Yeah, yeah, Gregory Horror Show is a, a 1999 TV series in Japan. So it's an anime, but it's 3D. Um, I'd say it kind of looks like a mix between, like, visually, kind of if Animal Crossing, but everybody was cubes. Okay, yeah, yeah, I see it. I definitely see that. Um, but it's a story about a man who goes to a scary hotel called Gregory House. And in that scary hotel, he's confronted by many Gregory scary Mouse. characters. Yeah, Gregory Mouse. <laughs> well, Gregory Rat, technically, but... Yeah, yeah. Um... But yeah. And it's 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 a bunch of like what two minute episodes? Yes, uh, they're they're all very short little vignettes. Yeah, usually focusing vignettes. on like one uh, interaction with a new character or yeah. maybe an old character. And sometimes the characters come back, like Judgment Boy. Yeah, Judgment Boy comes back a lot. Yeah, Judgment Boy is a key player in that series. And sometimes they don't come back, like that's safe. Yeah, the safe only shows up once. There are a lot of characters that only show up once, like the toilet. Oh god, yeah, the toilet. Yeah, and the doll. And the cactus. And the spinning and the, the, the board game kid. Yeah, Roulette Boy. Roulette Boy, thank you. I don't know if that was actually his name, but that's what I call him. Oh, yeah, I mean that makes sense. It it, he, it is roulette. It's like a it's like yeah. he has like a uh, the game of life spinner on his dome. Yeah. He's packing um. life. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, so the the story, each individual episode is for probably the first half of the show. It's kind of its own thing, just a little vignette uh, following your main character who's trapped in this hotel, interacting with a weird character that does something scary or funny or strange, and it usually has some kind of moral. Um, that is 
skewed and strange as well. So the first episode, let me, yeah. Yeah, pull up an episode list for us. Yeah. So in the first episode, um, the guest arrives. He doesn't, he's nameless as far as I can tell. Um, And the whole, it's worth noting, the whole show is a second person perspective or like first person perspective story. Um, So the character is like you never see their face except uh-huh. once but except like you only see technically once. yeah yeah i don't think that's a literal interpretation so no i think that's um, just like it just kind of goes hand in hand with like one of the first things that gregory says to you or says yeah. to the says to the protagonist which is like fear and what's the other thing he, i don't fuck he says like fear and something else are both like two sides of the same coin like reflections and shit yeah yeah um, the overarching theme of the show is that you are is kind of like a entering a hell of your own creation in order to escape from the mundanity of life. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Um, but like the basic story kind of is that the protagonist enters this house and Gregory um, sends him to his room and you he meets neko zombie which is a cat person in the room next to yours that had all of his uh facial orifices sewn shut um you know i for some reason the way you phrased that is far (laughs) more upsetting than you saying his eyes and mouth sewn shut (laughs) Yeah, well, it's all of them though. Every orifice. Oh, is his nose? Is his nose sewn shut too? Yeah, nose, mouth, ears, eyes. Oh shit! All of it. <clears throat> so <Yeah>. orifices. <laughs> all the orifices. Orifices. Uh, also, I just want to share. I'm on the Gregory Horror Show Wikia, and uh, yeah. there is one comment on the Wikipedia page for Gregory the the Rat, and it's the mm-hmm. the cat. The comment is just my baby boy. <laughs> Aw, <laughs> my baby boy. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. Um Yeah, and then the episode after that is Lost Doll, where um the character meets a little girl who's looking for a doll and uh but it turns out she is the doll she's looking for. Um it's so it's 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 a lot of little things like that where they're kinda yeah. like cheesy. Yeah, it's like but... it's like little it's like little bite sizes little bite sized slices of horror. Uh, after we after we finished watching it, uh, I opted to show Kit uh, a a more recent uh, thing that made me that reminded me of this, which was a Yamashibai Japanese ghost stories. Uh, yeah, which is uh, like uh, sort of like there's also an overarching narrative, and it's a very different. It, it's definitely not. It's still anime, but like like this, its art style is very different from traditional anime. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like cut out drawings that are yeah. being moved around. Yeah, uh, exactly. it's a lot scarier than this. Yes, 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 yes. It is a lot scarier than this, but it's like yeah. it, 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 if you're looking for a modern, if you're looking for a contemporary of this, I think that feels similar to it. Yeah, that that's a, a good take, I think. Um, because like the stuff in this, the stuff in Gregory Horror Show is never really scary, but it is kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. In the next episode, the protagonist eats a bowl of soup that is made from people. By um, Hell Chef. Yeah, for by Hell Chef. <laughs> um, 
and the suit makes him go unconscious. Um, and then you meet Catherine, who is like the horniest character ever. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, the, just sorry. Just I'm going. I'm going to each character's Wikipedia page as you mentioned them. The character, the Wikipedia page for uh, Hell's Chef has a comment on it that just says, "I'm so evil." <laughs> Uh, and yeah, Catherine is extremely horny. But you know what? Yeah. You know what? Love what you do, and you'll never work a day in your life. That's true. Yeah, Catherine's gimmick is that she's a nurse, and she really, really likes to take blood, uh-huh. <laughs> like too much. Yep. Um, and it's it's very very orgasmic. Yeah. Like they like, are not they are not being subtle at all with how no horny she is a, she is a hundred percent busting. Uh, yeah. And also, the person who commented, my baby boy, on Gregory, has commented, hello, nurse, on this, on <laughs> Catherine's face. Yeah. Apparently, the fourth volume of Gregory Horror Show focuses on Catherine. So really? I'm probably going to have to watch that at some point. What's the, for, is it just, for is no it just called Gregory Horror reason. Show Volume 4? Yeah. Um, I watched... For no particular reason. <laughs> I watched uh, so volumes this, this, one this through three a long time ago. So this would be Gregory Horror Show Lost Qualia. What was that? And those and and those are uh, Soul Collector and Another World. Um, Soul Collector, I think is so. Soul Collector was a game, I believe. I think it was a mobile game. And, okay. But there are four volumes in the main series. the The first was The Nightmare Begins, which is what we're talking about. The second was The Second Guest, which is pretty much the same as the first, but it follows a woman instead of a man. Uh-huh. Um, the third, which is the last one that I watched, was The Last Train, which actually follows Gregory himself as the protagonist, and it doesn't have anything to do with the Gregory house. It takes place on a train, um, and it's similar similar like vignette styles but it's gregory interacting with these characters instead of a nameless protagonist and it's not first person anymore Um, i remember really liking that one and the fourth series is the bloody cart um which is presented as a side series on the dvds and it's a set of 12 stories that follows Catherine working in a mysterious hospital um so i'll definitely have to check that out What's the uh, what's the next episode? Um, so, after we meet Catherine, we meet uh, Mummy Dog and Mummy Papa. Yes, um, I love these two so much. They are they are very cute. So, Mummy Dog and Mummy Papa are both uh, dog characters that have um, Mummy Dog has a axe lodged in his skull, yep. and Mummy Papa has a. Uh, a knife lodged uh, in his it, It's like a, uh, it's like a, oh, what's the word? I just had it in my mind. Sitar? Uh, I don't Something think it's, like that. It, no, it's some kind of instrument. sword. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, it's, like a cur- it's a curved sword that I can't remember what it's fucking yeah. called. It's going to bother a me. A curved Egyptian style sword. Yeah. Curved that sword. We don't remember Scimitar. the Scimitar. Scimitar. I was yeah, close. that's definitely a, it's definitely a scimitar, maybe a saber, mm-hmm. but probably a scimitar. Yeah, um, and Mummy Papa has a what is like most likely a scimitar lodged in his head, and yeah. they're both constantly complaining about how they have such bad headaches, splitting headaches, because yeah. you know, the 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 axe and the scimitar are right in the middle of their heads because it's yeah. splitting. 
It's heads. cute and it's also a little sad. Yeah. But they seem fine. They got band-aids on. Yeah. Listen, um, it's, it's mummy just like, is it's just like how sometimes yeah, it's just it's just like how sometimes when you get shot, they have to leave the bullet in. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But yeah, they're they're both completely unaware of the reason that they have headaches. They're just mm-hmm. like, I always have a headache. Why? Um, and then in the episode afterwards, we meet Judgment Boy. Um, yes. Do you know who I am? They call me Judgment Boy. Yeah, that's his. That's what he does. He floats around the hotel just singing that until he meets somebody that he is going to judge. And he just gives you some sort of ultimatum and asks you what you decide and whatever your answer is, he looks into your heart and shows you what you would actually answer. And basically, like, he literally just judges you. Nothing happens. He just makes you feel bad. Yeah. It's, just like, it's kind he, of hilarious. It's just kind of he just kind of gives you a would you rather, and no matter what you. And most of the time, when you say I would do this thing, he says, mm, "I checked the, the the test results show that that was a lie." Yeah, I checked your receipts. It turns out you're problematic. <laughs> uh, Gregory, that's what Hor- Judgment Boy does. Gregory Horror, uh, Judgment Boy stole all my Pepsi and called me a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I am, then- but. That's true. Um, and after that, we meet the Cactus Gunman, who is another one-off character, um, like Mummy Dog and uh, I think Hell's Chef. No, Hell's Chef shows up more than once, but also like Lost Doll, who also only shows up once. Uh, yeah. Cactus Gunman just like shows up in your room and challenges you to a duel, uh-huh. um, pretending, basically implying that he knows who you are. And that, like, this is a long time coming, even though uh-huh. you've never met him before. And then he tries to shoot you. Um, but he shoots Gregory instead. Yeah. But the little, like, the dilemma is, like, are you willing to kill somebody um, just so you... Or are you willing to die uh, just because you can't find a reason to fight? Because this person is attacking you for no reason. And the answer is kind yeah. of an obvious yes, because like if you're being attacked by somebody, it doesn't really matter <laughs> what the reason is. It, you defend yourself. Yeah. Um, I think that's. I think that's right. Yeah, um, but then the episode after that is TV Fish, which is kind of the first episode that lunges the protagonist into the arc of trying to actually escape from the hotel rather than just experiencing the weird things that happen yeah um the tv fish is just a floating fish skeleton with a tv for a head um and it displays your old memories in its uh television screen Mm -hmm. which is cool um but he sees his son asking where he is and telling him to come home yeah Um, which yeah, and Greg and the the and Gregory's like, oh, you want to know why it's so why it's so scattered? That's because those are your memories. Yeah, that's yeah, that's essentially what uh, what Gregory sounds like. Uh huh. And then the episode after that, uh, he remembers that he has a cell phone in his pocket, um, which is weird because it's like, did you just? You just kind of forgot about that, huh? That you have a phone. 
Um, so he pulls it out to try and call his family, but then Neko Zombie comes back and eats it because mm-hmm. he's hungry. He's, he's hungry. a real he hungry boy. He and he eats food. technology. Um, but Neko Zombie is a sad character because he's just constantly crying about how hungry he is because mm-hmm. um, he can't eat because his mouth is sewn shut. Yep. Um, except he can't eat because he ate your phone. Um, so really, yeah. they just don't feed him, I mean, which also I, sucks. Over the course of the sh- over the course of this show, he like breaks. He is like less and less stitched up every time you see him. Like he, oh, yeah. his, his eyes that. are his eyes are more open. The more you see him, like some of the stitches are missing from his eyes, and he can like open his mouth a little bit more. Yeah. So it's ambig it's ambiguous. Yeah. Um, later on. Um... The protagonist meets the clockmaster um, and his son, who they point out that you have a warp, um, which I guess is just like a paradox or something in your timeline or whatever. Uh, they're vague about it, um, and he offers to help him fix it by uh, throwing him back in time, um, but he can only put him back in time far enough to bring him back to the beginning of when he enters the hotel. Yeah. So. It kind of stays a self-contained thing, but it is just another indicator of his efforts to try and escape. Um, but they consistently refer to him, or refer to the protagonist as saying that his life is hell, and that he is already in hell. Um, yep. They use the word hell a lot in that episode. Yeah, they do, huh? They really hammer it in. But yeah, skipping ahead a little bit... Um, there is an episode where the protagonist finds himself on a roller coaster um, with Gregory, um, but the roller coaster just kind of cuts off, um, and so he falls into a bottomless pit while Gregory um, has a parachute on and escapes. Um, yeah, in that episode is when they introduce kind of the idea of lost souls. Uh-huh. So this hotel's goal is basically to try to capture the lost souls of people who are trying to escape from reality um, Mm -hmm. so that they can so that Gregory can feed them to his mother so that she can have eternal youth which is basically like the reason the hotel exists is to try and uh, get people's souls it's a soul factory yeah Um, but at the same time it's also implied that the hotel is a manifestation of the protagonist's Uh, desires to escape from reality so everything in the hotel is created by the protagonist but it's also shown later that the hotel exists without the protagonist's presence so it's a little confusing this is basically the shining then not really because i think like the hotel and the shining exists um but it messes with your brain whereas i think the hotel itself just doesn't exist it's not real like well, didn't you, just didn't you just, I thought you just said that the hotel exists without the protagonist in it. Yeah, but the implication is that it doesn't. or the Because early on, like, they keep saying this hotel is going to disappear if he escapes. Ah, which is okay. the reason they don't want him to escape, is because if there's nobody to perceive the hotel, it doesn't exist. Right, okay, okay. Um, I get but you. I'm guessing it's not specific to that person. It's just uh, as long as there is a person to perceive it, it exists kind of like a silent hill then yeah i think that that's a more apt connection i found it i figured it out yeah you got it i solved Um, it 
So yeah, Gregory Horror Show is basically like Silent Hill. It's basically identical. Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, I um, don't. I, I really don't know how. Uh, uh, oh fuck! I was about to pull the Silent Hill director's name out of my ass and seem really cool, but I can't <laughs> remember his name. Fuck. Wasn't it Hideo Kojima? No. I know he worked on some Silent Hill. Yeah. Uh. Uh. uh Toyama. Toyama is the uh. guy. Toyama is the guy, but the the person I was thinking of was uh, Akira Yamaoka, who was just one who was the composer and not the uh-huh. uh, creator. But anyways, we may pro- <laughs> we must proceed. Yes, um, yeah. There is a scene where um, the protagonist uh, ends up in a room full of mirrors, um, but he can't see his own reflection. Um, but there's a character called the Mirror of Truth that tells him, if you look into me, I'll show you what you really are. And when he does that, he looks into the mirror and he sees Gregory. And he's like, oh no, that's not me. Um, But it is. Um, So I don't know if that's like... Yeah, that's that's the thing that makes me think, like, this is implying that Gregory is a part of the protagonist. Like, they are one in the same yeah i think that's i think that's correct yeah but then later on like after he leaves the hotel and he doesn't um after he leaves the hotel like the place still exists in the later seasons like the second guest shows up and the first guest isn't part of it um but i guess that's because the first guest's soul gets eaten spoilers um because skipping ahead more um the protagonist does escape um Uh he but he goes home and there's an episode basically showing him living his mundane life in black and white and repetition of his like his wife and his son you know yeah uh nagging him and him walking in busy streets where Everything is boring and sucks, and he's like, "Well, I'm going back to the hotel." Yeah, because then okay, Miss Fritz, I'm about to head out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then just walks back to the hotel, and Gregory's like, "I kept your room for you." <laughs> yeah. Um. So I guess the implication is that when he comes back to the hotel, his soul does get uh, eaten because he doesn't show up again in the next season. I don't think, uh, unless I'm forgetting. I could be forgetting. Huh. We should talk about Angel Devil Dog. Yes, Angel Devil Dog is this. Um, Ooh, I, I love that this. I love this character a lot. This character's design is so cute. Yeah, she's very cute. So she is an angel dog or a devil dog, just depending on her mood. And <laughs> she, she can, can be your angle or your devil. Exactly, um, and she basically just guides people um, towards salvation or damnation, depending on what she feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, in the show, she only ever ends up helping the protagonist, but in the video game, um, it can go either way. And I've not yet to mention that there's a video game of Gregory Horror Show that released for the PlayStation 2. Yes. Um, that was very good, and that was actually my introduction to the show when I was younger. I watched a Let's Player play it. Specifically, I watched Cloud8745's Let's Play, but I haven't watched any of his content since, like, since then. And that was like two thousand like ten, probably. Uh huh. Yeah. 
So as far as I know, he's actually still making content, but I don't know anything about him, so he could be problematic. <laughs> it's um, impossible to say for sure. Sound off in the comments if you still watch Cloud at 745. Sound off in the comments if you... Uh, uh, sound off in the comments if you love to eat dirt. Yeah. Do the, if you do both, if you love to eat dirt and you still watch Cloud at 745, uh, smash that like button. Yeah, smash that motherfucking like button if you love to eat dirt. Yeah. I think that's about the I think that's about the length. I think that's about the Greggy horror show. It's it's Yeah, there are, there are a couple episodes we didn't cover in full, yeah. but that's the the Yeah, this is it's a it's a bit it's an anthology kind of, so it's a bit weird to cover yes. uh, on a podcast, but I think we did a pretty I think you did a pretty good dang job of it. Well, thank you. Yeah. I think I did a good job too. And yeah. you also did a good job. And we're both so good at podcasting. And this is going <laughs> to be a great episode that everyone's going to love. The mark of a good podcaster is saying in the middle of an episode, that was good podcasting. <laughs> oh. It is. You so, have to remind your audience that they're listening to good content or else they're not going to think it's good content. On a scale of zero to five, on a scale of zero to five giant syringes, how many giant syringes are you giving this, this experience? Um, it feels weird to, to put say. this thing on a number scale. Yes, I agree. It's. Let's I not. Have... I'm gonna say that I liked it. I found it. I found it delightful. It was charming. It was a little bit fucked up, and I really love the art style. Yeah, I agree. I have mixed feelings about it. On one hand, I really love. Well, let's let's talk about everything we liked about it and everything we didn't like about it. Sure. Um, the character design, I think, is probably the best part. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love the art style. I think it looks really interesting, and it. I think it's aged well um i think it, it played towards the limitations very well yeah um, a fun thing about the art style is that the ps2 game looks almost exactly the same as the uh as the show does yeah like i this feels like a little bit like i, I had a feeling looking at this this was like a recent creation like something that was made like and like to ape ps2 era like things but yeah. no, this this was an OG two thousand or ninety nine creation. Yeah. Um, I remember when when you first when we first started watching it, you thought that it was going to be like a point and click adventure thing. Yeah. Of the, the style. Um, yeah. Which I definitely see. But the game is very interesting. It has this kind of survival horror thing where you need to escape from certain guests, but other guests help you, and you need to kind of like investigate things and like hide from like you need to, I know there's I remember there's a scene where you need to like hide in one of the guests closet so that you can hear them saying something um, and you need to hide in their closet for like a full like like 20 minutes Wow um, which yeah that's the kind of content I like in video games because yeah, it but... kind of damns it to being a cult classic yeah um, and I love that shit yeah yeah, I really don't have any major. I really don't have any complaints about this. Like, I don't like. I feel like any quote unquote critique I have is kind of just like what. Like any critique I have to change it would make me enjoy it less. I feel like. Like I, think I feel that's that makes sense. Like I don't think it's flawless, but I think to make it flawless would make it worse. Yeah, it would make it less interesting. Yeah, I think 
my biggest kind of complaint about the series is the voice acting feels a little strange sometimes um a little unimpactful at certain moments um, see i i actually i actually love that i love like i yeah it, it's really hard to hit the kind of like quote-unquote bad voice acting that is not like insufferable like i watched a lot mm-hmm. of dubbed anime as a teenager and i have a bevy of experiences with dubs that well, are that, that might be why you like it more than me yeah like this is definitely a step above that it just this just feels like such a like a cheesy kind of like it doesn't feel as though there is a lack of heart it just feels like there is heart and no one really know like there was no direct there was not enough direction given on which way to send the heart and i think i like that a lot about it yeah um yeah, I think the the cheesiness of a lot of the episodes lends itself well to the series, rather than harms it. I think it makes it better. Yeah, I like it a lot. It was very fun. Thank you for showing it to me. Yeah, thank you for watching it with me. I was a little worried it might not be a great fit for the podcast, but I think we I think we pulled it off. I think we made it work. But uh, we are going to get into into recommendations. Kit, what are you going to recommend? Um. I think I'm going to recommend Deadly Premonition. Hell yeah. Yeah, so Deadly Premonition just got a re-release on the Switch. Um, so I, w- I would recommend it on that. I haven't been pl- I've been replaying it, but I haven't been replaying the Switch version because I already have it on Steam. Uh-huh. Um, but it's a survival horror, sometimes sort of, uh, detective sometimes sort of, game yeah. about a um about a FBI agent Francis York Morgan um going to a small town where a mysterious murder has happened um and it is very 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 twin peaks like it is uh-huh. um, heavily inspired by twin peaks to the point where you might feel like it's a rip off at first but it has a lot of soul and it's a very has a really good story um and it has very a lot of very funny moments because it has very stunted voice acting and, and it has squirrels that sound like monkey yeah a lot of really the the introduction of the game uh, of the main character is francis york morgan driving in the rain on his phone on his laptop lighting a cigarette all at the same time king and he's talking about how Tom and Jerry are in a sadomasochistic relationship with a coworker. <laughs> you love it. It's really good. Um, uh, um, but oh, a quick warning: there is some really unfortunate transphobia near the end of the game. Oh, good to um, know. But uh, Swery, damn, yet, damn, yet again, inspired by Lynch, huh? Yeah, Swery redeemed himself by making one of his next games about a, a trans lesbian. Yeah. Um, and it's really, really good, and you should play that as well. I haven't played it yet. I don't remember what it's called. But, uh, the Missing. Uh, the yes. Missing. Uh, J.J. Macfield, I believe, or something is in the title. Um, yeah. My recommendation this week is going to be... Uh, yeah, why the hell not? I've been playing a video game lately. I picked it up a couple of days ago. Uh, it's called Blasphemous. It is a uh, 2D, and I hate describing the game like this, but it is like, I feel like the game like started with these two words written on a chalkboard. 
<laughs> and the words were Dark Souls Metroidvania, which like yeah. I mean that kind of is what it is, and that's definitely reductive because it does it does feel like more than just some of its parts. But um, the thing that really stands out to me, it has like extremely intricate like pic- uh, like pixel graphics. Uh, like I um, what's the I'm thinking like like imagine like late KOF. Like I'm talking about like a King of Fighters twelve thirteen level of sprite depth mm-hmm. um, before they made the jump to three D. And um, it's that, and it's, like, also, like, extremely graphic, like, Roman Catholic, like, sick, like, like, fucking 1600s Catholicism imagery, and it fucking rules. Yeah. It's, like, the, 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 the feel of everything in that game is so bleak and dreadful, and, like, the, 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 all the religious iconography, it just, like, bleeds into all of that game, and it's really really fucking cool i have a couple of issues with the gameplay but i've like they haven't been enough to stop me from keeping going on uh and i think it's a really fun experience that i'm really excited to get to go back to uh so yeah blasphemous it's out on everything yeah it's definitely a game i'd like to check out at some point yeah once i'm once i'm feeling more up to playing games lately yeah sometimes video games are no yeah i've been trying to play the celeste dlc and it's just like every time i get to a new screen i'm just like oh god it's it's have you did you when's the last time you played celeste before the it's DLC? been a long time i think yeah. i need to like replay it from the beginning yeah i yeah. haven't played it since i beat it after uh it came out so yeah did you i'm a, you, you did you beat the b-sides as well i beat all of the b-sides i beat like the first c-side i think maybe the first two c-sides that's kind of where i gave up yeah yeah, I think it would. At the very least, I think you, I think it would behoove you to go back and like run the first couple of B sides again before getting yeah, back into. I don't think you idea. need. To, I don't think you need to like start from the jump because like replaying the first like, I mean re, re like the A side of that game is not very difficult. It's it, no, I think that all. game is a little bit like fall, that's a little bit reductive. The first part <laughs> of that game is difficult, but like it's it's a very falling off a it's a very riding a bike game where I feel like the, the A agree. side of that game you can play and just kind of get through if you've done it before. But that's, like the B side, the thing like... is, I feel that way about getting over it with Bennett Fobby. <laughs> yeah, Bennett Fo- that game is like really easy once you've beaten it fifty times. I mean, I guess I shouldn't talk because I am definitely I am literally a Celeste speedrunner. But I digress. Yeah. Uh, this is a gaming for... podcast now. This is a gamers podcast. Uh, Kit, thank you so much for coming on the podcast again. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. As always, yeah, it's always a pleasure too. Uh, if you would like to support this podcast, patreon.com slash fearbaiting is where you can do it. One dollar is where we support the podcast, is just uh, toss us a buck a month, help us support the podcast. We're kind of working on bonus stuff. I know we've said early access to episodes in the past, but we haven't really been able to deliver on that, so I apologize. Um, where we are working on one or two things that may be Patreon exclusive, but I don't want to say anything more while, while, the, while that iron is still in the firework, while that iron is still in the fire, I guess. Um... I fucking and then five dollars a month you get uh five dollars a month you get a message right on the podcast if you want to send those in uh you can just send it to wherever the fuck we're fear baiting everywhere on twitter tumblr patreon wherever ten dollars a month gets your name right and also you get to make us watch a movie so thank you very much to michael kaiser paul moran kit spindler paul bechtel and ducky aisha it's kit kit's here hey kit i'd like to thank you for giving us your money you're welcome. Your Patreon, the the picture that you have on your Patreon is so very good. 
Thank you. I'm very good at um, I'm very good at profile pictures. Yeah, very good at finding pictures of cats to use as profile pictures. Yeah. All of my profile pictures are of cats. Yeah, they're great. Uh, and uh, if you... Oh, yeah, thank you very much to Blair for editing the podcast and Seda for providing the music. Uh, we do have Schlocktober coming up in a couple of weeks, so keep your eyes tuned to this feed. We will be streaming the movies uh, on the Friday or Saturday before the Monday, which the episode will release on. And, uh, yeah, we'll be having a good time with it. And um, if you want to find me, I am on Twitter at SunHatGenya, S-U-N-H-A-T-Z-H-E-N-Y-A. And uh, thank you very much. And you can listen, thank you very much to the NoiseSpace.xyz network for hosting this podcast and the other podcasts of mine that you can find me on, such as The Wonder Yerks, which I do with the aforementioned Blair and Seda, and uh, Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, which is the leftist of podcasts by, for, and of the Terminally Online. That was a fucked up plug segment. So, Kit, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter. <laughs> What's your Twitter? My Twitter is at kit underscore spin. Epic. Yeah. Alright. Uh, well, thanks for coming on, Kit. We'll see you. Uh, we'll, uh, everyone else, listen, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you. I love you. I love you. Uh, uh, and, but until <laughs> next week, I'm Sarah. I'm Kit. And remember, you can put a fucked up guy anywhere. Good night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>